Welcome to Five Cats, Two Pussies. This is Ronnie. And this is Still Engineered Dan. And Lindsay will be on shortly. Absolutely. I've given her a care package to get some better sound quality out of her. And she's almost got a little mini studio set up over on her end of the uh, the city. Yeah, she's out of the basement. <laughs> mm-hmm. She's out of the basement. Um, so we're going to keep having Lindsay and it's going to get better and better. And we're also, hopefully, fingers crossed, going to get the right kind of dongle so that Lindsay and I can actually talk live to each other and record again, which will be exciting. Mm-hmm. But until then, we're still recording. It's important to us, and we think it's important to you. So sit back and relax. We've got a great episode. This is episode 23. Yeah. What do you got for the listeners this week? So we were chatting, we being Lindsay and I, and decided that it's about time our pussies got to know us. So this episode is Get to Know Your Pussies. That's Sweet. us. <laughs> we're learning about yeah. your pussies. <laughs> so, well, not our pussies. No, but no we're learning about the, our pussies. <laughs> Fair. I, the, I'm the surrogate listener, right. and I'm claiming ownership of you as uh, my pussies. Yes. I want to learn about my pussies. Yep, absolutely. So Lindsay and I each came up with five questions for each other. And we don't know the answers to these. They were specifically questions we didn't know the answers to. And, um, yeah, so we're going to learn along with the rest of you. But hopefully you find this fun and you learn something about us. Sweet. So Lindsay's got your questions. And she has answered them over there. And I'm going to ask Lindsay's questions to you. Yes. You're going to pretend to be Lindsay. Because Lindsay and I have known each other for a very long time. And I am the surrogate Lindsay right now, as well as the listener. And I feel like I can really get those questions across to you. I think so. In Lindsay fashion. I, I believe you can. Totally. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's coming up. And we've also got a brand new Pussy of the Week. Yes. And we've got a special little treat at the end. I love special treats. Yeah. That sounds awesome. great. But, I like the fact that we got some um, cats doing dumb stuff. Yeah, so last week we asked for some photos to share on our Instagram of cats doing dumb stuff because they're all doing dumb stuff right now. They don't know what to do with their humans being home all the time. And we got a great photo that I'll share this week um, with everyone that is uh, a cat hiding from a Roomba. Oh, okay. <laughs> In her little fortress of bathitude. Cat versus vacuum is a tale as old as time <laughs> itself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's great. That's great. We've, got, we've had a, a lovely interaction with a neighborhood kitty. Yeah. You want to get into that? Yeah, I do. We'll do it. Yeah. So, Bo. Bo. I love Bo so much. So, our neighbors had an indoor-outdoor cat. Um, and I say had because they used to be our neighbors. So, Bo is this beautiful, white, and tortoiseshell, uh, friendly gentleman. When he first showed up, he was a bit of a flea bag. He was very fat and full of fleas and very friendly. But I didn't really want to touch him because our cats are indoor only and don't have fleas. Bo is very much an indoor, outdoor, mostly outdoor Mostly guy. outdoor, yeah. yeah. And we have a great big yard. So, he would hang out a lot in our yard, um, watch the rabbits and the birds and hide in the lilies and generally was a, a very social, friendly fellow. He's the kind of guy that he would see you from across the yard and start you know, like screaming at you and then like run over to be pet. He has a very pronounced meow. Yes. It's loud and it's <laughs> frequent. Yep. And so you might be walking down your sidewalk and hear a very loud meow. And you're like, oh, where is he? Yep. <laughs> and he come out of a bush. He's or very chatty. Run out of the driveway across the street and all of a sudden you're having an interaction with Bo. 
Yeah. So the other night, um, it was a little cold and rainy, and Bo was on our back porch yelling to come inside, mm-hmm. which he sometimes does. He walks up to the second floor and, and sometimes tries to get inside, which, you know, obviously he's an outdoor cat. Cannot have, blame him. Yeah, he, he, but he can't come in. So we took a little pity on him, and he was cold. He was shivery, so we fed him uh, some food and dried him off with a towel and, and gave him a walk around inside. And then he's got a little tag with his owner's phone number on it. So I texted the owner and said, like, hey, Bo's outside our house and seems pretty cold and unhappy. And, you know, he probably wants to come in. You know, maybe there wasn't anybody home. Maybe they were asleep. Whatever. Well, Bo used to live in the house next door. Right. So at that point in time, we didn't know that the response I got was, oh, I've been looking for him. I just moved three blocks away. Yeah. So poor Bo came all the way back to his his yard, essentially, to say hi, and then didn't have anywhere to go, or didn't want to go back there. Yeah, I don't know. Where where the party is here? The party is always Bo here. knows it. Yeah, that's for sure. He's he's a squirrel chasing rapscallion. I <laughs> rapscallion. Yeah, that's almost as good as scallywag. Oh yeah, he's a he's a rogue and a scoundrel. <laughs> oh no. Yes. yes, he is. So but, Bo keeps coming yeah, back he to keeps, now he's Now he's come back uh, two or three times since then and uh, likes to hang out in the yard and visit us. So I, I'm hoping he eventually finds his way back to his actual block and isn't just secretly like living under our porch wondering what to do. But I think it's cute that he keeps coming back. He thinks he's lost and he keeps coming home. He's not lost. He's just a streetwise professor. <laughs> He's the tramp of the titular lady in yeah. the tramp. You know, he knows which restaurants will serve him spaghetti in the back alley. That's how he rolls. Yeah. Uh, so, He's Bo. Yeah. He, he, he knows this, and I, I love it. I am karate chopping the fuck out of my mic right now. I'm sorry. It's fine. But, if, well, if you call it attention, attention to it, then I guess that does save my skin. Yes. They're yeah. like, what, Dan, what's going on here? Like, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I, have, I got a fidgety leg and just decided to kick the shit out of my mic. Yeah. But, yeah, so Bo is adorable, and I'll share some photos on Instagram of Bo, and hopefully I I feel so conflicted. I want to see him again, but I also hope I don't see him anymore. I don't know. Because I don't want him – it's mostly I don't want him walking three blocks. That's a long ways. And I know cats, like outdoor cats, can cover a lar- uh, large distance, but from here to there, there's a, that's a lot of streets to cross. He's fine. He's, ha- he's happy. He's healthy. He's very talented. <laughs> He's a genius cat, uh, top of the top of the pops, really. So, uh, what, let's. I, I mean, I miss Lindsay. Let's let's yeah. get let's get Lindsay in on yes. this. We're gonna yeah. let's throw to Lindsay, and then and also we're gonna get, you guys get double Lindsay this time because she's also going to be the pussy that does the pussy of the week this week. She sure is. So you get double Lindsay if you're a huge Lindsay fan. Hang Shout in out there. to Lindsay. Here, here she, she's coming right at you in just a moment, and then she'll be coming at you on the back end too. If you've got a, uh, a favorite pussy, go ahead and let us know. We don't mind. We're not jealous. Don't play favorites. <laughs> but if you do want to drop us a line and tell us about your weird cat things, maybe you have a cat that uh, that was lost and came back or visited neighbors constantly begging for food, drop us a line at 5C2Ppod at Gmail or 5C2Ppod at Instagram. And on that Instagram, you're going to see Bo this week and you're going to see a cat hiding from a vacuum. Yeah, I think it's Blake. I can't remember if it's Blake or Xander. Sweet. Welcome back to Five Cats, Two Pussies. This is Lindsay. Uh, We are still recording remotely, and as such, I'm not sure what Ronnie has already told you guys. Uh, But in case she hasn't, we decided to do a little Q&A this week. So 
She sent over some questions for me to answer. I sent over some questions for her to answer. And I think I'm just going to jump right into it. So the first question that Ronnie sent over to me is, do you identify as a witch or follow a specific practice? So do I identify as a witch? Not exactly. Uh, I don't think of myself as a witch or call myself a witch, but do I practice witchcraft? Yes. Uh, These days, more so when it suits me. I find that sometimes in my life I need more magic than I do in other times in my life. Uh, but I've been I've been practicing witchcraft for I guess like 20, 23 years now. So not all the time, but sometimes. So I don't really call myself a witch, but then I don't I don't really have a problem if other people decide to call me a witch. I think that um, I think that some people need that identifier in place to better understand me. Maybe uh, I think that labels make it easier for a lot of people to grapple human complexities. Uh, I have a hard time using identifiers because I feel like they're very limiting for me, at least. Um, I feel like I'm probably too many different things to be wrapped up in a neat little box. Um, In the same way that I won't call myself a witch, I won't call myself like, you know, a goth, even though bleakness appeals to me and I wear a lot of black. Uh, I won't call myself punk, even though I listen to punk music and my political beliefs align with that ethos. Um, I won't call myself an artist, even though I make things. Maybe I'm all of those things, including a witch. Maybe I'm not, but I'm also more than those things. And I guess as far as following a specific practice goes, I tend to practice whatever feels natural to me, whatever seems appropriate for my intention. Uh... I suppose you could call me eclectic in my practice if you want to call it something. Second question, coolest movies involving witchcraft. So my favorite movie involving witchcraft is probably Practical Magic. Um, It's a masterpiece. It's full of femme power and sisterhood and community. Um, Really, really good. And Ronnie, I know the last time that I brought up Practical Magic, you told me that you hadn't seen it yet. So I really think that you should get on that because I think that you'll be into it. Other movies that I really like involving witches, The Witches, which is, I guess it's more of like a kid's movie. I don't know. It's a, it's a, it was a book written by Roald Dahl that was turned into a movie, but it was one of my favorite books as a kid. And when they turned it into a movie, I was super, super psyched about it. So it's fun. It kind of it kind of touches on like, you know, any anybody can be a witch, and and you won't know it. Um, I also love the craft. Uh, I love the Harry Potter series. 
Hocus Pocus is always fun. The Wizard of Oz. There's a ton of good ones out there. Question number three. I know you're a comic book reader. What are you currently reading? And what is one series you'd recommend to listeners? So currently I'm reading the second volume of Die. It's a series written by Kieran Gillen, who did uh, The Wicked and Divine. And it's illustrated by Stephanie Hans, whose artwork is really, it's just stunning. Uh, so the series starts off with a group of six teenage friends who get together to play a tabletop RPG for one of their birthdays. Uh, one of the kids, the game master, he assigns each character or each each player a character based on uh, a specific die, basically. So somehow the group is whisked away to this crazy fantasy world. And two years later, only five of them return. So after that, we start following those five kids 15 years later, or sorry, no, 25 years later, uh, now adults, and they're being summoned back to these horrors that confronted them in that super strange place. Um, so I'm really into that one. I'm reading, I, I said I'm reading the second volume now. So I've, I've been kind of slowly picking through that at this point. Uh, one series that I would recommend is a series called Blackbird that I got it really, really into. Uh, it's about this hidden magical world in Los Angeles, and it follows a girl named Nina, who kind of always suspected that this magical world existed, and she's now searching for her sister, who she witnessed being kidnapped by a magical creature. One volume is available now. And I haven't seen any issues come out for a while. So I don't know if they're like on a hiatus or if it's been canceled or what. But uh, I hope that I get to see another issue soon because they, I felt like they kind of left me hanging. Uh, both Die and Blackbird are released by Image Comics. Question four. You're very creative. Where do you draw creative inspiration and what talents or hobbies do you apply them to? So for that, I'd say it, uh, it depends on what it is, but usually inspiration for me, it, it comes from like something that my brain sees, I guess, like not necessarily my eyes, but like my brain comes up with images of things. But sometimes... I'll draw inspiration from things that I see that I like, but I feel like they're not quite right. So like, for example, if I'm drawing something, I almost always draw whatever I see in my brain. I've never really been like a draw what you see kind of person, although I'd like to be. And, you know, maybe that's something that I'll work on in the future. But yeah, for drawing, it's always something coming from my head, some image that's like popping up in my head. Um... If I'm designing, like, an article of clothing, it's usually something inspired by something that I saw, like, on a rack or a website that I liked, but it wasn't quite right and I, like, didn't want to spend money on it. Now, I'm not a seamstress and don't really know how to, like, draw a pattern or anything, but I do like to sew and I like to try to put things together. 
Uh, same with furniture. I love working with wood and building furniture is my favorite, favorite, favorite thing to do. It's kind of tough to do because I have like a relatively small porch to work on and that's it. Like I don't have a yard, um, but I do really, really like to do it and I'd love to do more of it. Um, again, I'm not really a woodworker, but I have a lot of saws and stuff. So um, I'll throw together a plan for something or I'll like find a plan on the internet and then I'll alter it and then I'll build it. And it's usually because like, I don't want to pay crazy markups for furniture. It's just like, it's so much cheaper to go to Home Depot and buy lumber and put it all together myself. So that's that. Question number five. Would you rather be an infamous villain or an unknown hero? Uh, for that, definitely, I think, unknown hero. I feel like being a villain takes up more energy than I'm willing to expend. It's way too much planning for me. <laughs> uh, question six. Favorite thing about doing a podcast? Well, obviously, my favorite thing about doing this podcast is getting to hang out with YouTube goofballs. Um... I think maybe like the most rewarding thing about doing a podcast is that it's something completely new to me. I've never listened to another podcast before and maybe I should, but starting up five cats, two pussies was crazy and scary and exciting and it all happened so fast. Uh, but the thing is I, I like being scared. It, it pushes me to do something I wouldn't normally do. And, you know, every time we record, I'm still a little nervous. Um, not because I care that people are listening. It doesn't really, like, bother me that people can hear me talking. Uh, but I get nervous because I'm not a big talker to begin with. So that's why I do a shot of whiskey before each recording. It helps to loosen the lips a little. So... That's what I have for questions from Ronnie. I'm going to send you back her way so that you can listen to her answer some questions. I will see you soon, which is... Welcome back to the Ronnie segment. I hope... Uh, I hope everyone liked Lindsay's questions. I in in true like good sportsmanship, I didn't listen to her file yet. So she has already sent her file, but I haven't listened to it. So I'm recording mine without listening to her answers. I checked it out and it is popping all the peas. <laughs> it's great. Perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> she has yeah. good enunciation. <laughs> yeah, she, does. she does. She's great. She's a great orator. And uh, for those of you that were secretly listening at home going, Ronnie didn't like the ritual candle again. You're right. I didn't, but I have since lit it. It's now it's now burning and lit. I lit it um, in between because, sort of in my head, while you know I was like waiting to record this segment, Lindsay was talking. So I, I lit it while Lindsay was talking. You were trying to hide your shame. <laughs> I I did um, add a, a new little thing to the candle for this time. Well, Lindsay is apart from us. I've added a couple of crystals, so I've got um, a little zodiac candle holder. And if we you go back and listen to the zodiac episode, uh, we have a uh, a ram, which is Engineer Dan, a uh, dog, which is Lindsay, and a pig, which is me. So I put little crystals on each of our things. Oh, yay. Yeah. Thank you for doing that. Yeah. I appreciate you. 
Thanks. Um, I've got questions that Lindsay has asked you. Yes, I can't wait. I've read the questions, and I have not fully prepared my answers, so right. this may be more of a discussion. Some of these have a comedic tilt to them, and some of them are a little more witchy. Do yep. you want a comedic one to start with, or do you want a little witchy one? Oh, man, I thought you were just going to go down the list. I don't know. It doesn't matter to me. I'm, I'm prepared for whatever. All right. Well, I'm going to ask you a witchy one, okay? Okay. Now, she is – this is Lindsay's words coming out of my mouth. Yes. Lindsay uh, and probably many of you listeners really like they, – they like going to the beach and being near the ocean, and that's a very uh, – Veronica being – or Ronnie being an August birthday baby. She likes going to the beach as part of your celebratory aging process. And Lindsay would like to know what part of – what body of water do you feel most connected to – Ocean, river, lake, and why do you feel most connected to it? She didn't want to assume the ocean was sure. your favorite source of water energy. Right. Yeah, uh, that's that's fair. Uh, I thought that was a great question because Lindsay and I both love going to the beach. We go to the beach together because I don't drive. So <laughs> uh, we tend to do that together. Uh, but yeah, the ocean is the body of water that I connect most strongly with. Uh, I've always loved the ocean. I grew up actually swimming more at lakes than I did at the ocean. Um, going to the ocean was a little bit farther away, not by much, but a little bit. And it's not as um, it's not as pleasant for swimming. I grew up on the Atlantic Ocean, like we are here in the Massachusetts area, and it's cold as fuck, and it's salty, and I hate jellyfish, and there's seaweed, and there's a riptide, and like it's not great for swimming. So I I grew up going to the lake to go swimming, but I have always felt a deeper connection to the ocean. I like um, I like the power. I like the chaos. I like the the destructive nature of the ocean. I just I feel really calm. One of my most favorite things to do uh and something I would do if I lived close enough to walk to it would be just, you know, spend time by myself, like sitting on some rocks or on the sand, staring out at waves, waves crashing into rocks. I like the sound, I like the smell. You know, even if it's too cold to like really go all in, it's it's beautiful. It's chaotic. It's I don't know. It's just so viscerally powerful. So ocean, you go in ocean on that ocean all the way. But you prefer to swim in a lake. No, I don't prefer to swim in a lake. I I just grew up swimming more in lakes. Yeah, I feel like the ocean people for swimming hate lakes because of the murky bottom. Oh, it's so gross. You can't see it and it's slimy. I'm not into it. And I feel like the lake people hate the ocean because for the reasons that you love the ocean is that there's inherent like there's it's an dangerous. inherent danger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's really dangerous. Um and I've never gone swimming in a river, so I guess I have no thoughts on that at all. Uh what are your thoughts on giraffes? I love giraffes. I okay, don't even good. know if Lindsay – I read that question earlier, and, and you're about to read it, but I don't know if Lindsay even knew how much I like giraffes. I don't have an animal. A lot of people have, like, an animal. But if I did, I don't know, giraffes high up on that list. Giraffes Dentals. high on the list. Yeah. No, it's good. Well, that's that works out greatly because Lindsay <laughs> has phrased the question on, like, declaring that you like giraffes right. is essential to the answer of this question. Right. But this is not a leap for you because you friggin' love giraffes, apparently. Right. It'd be pretty funny if I didn't like giraffes. I was like, fuck those giraffes. A bunch of black-tongued ladders. They have black tongues? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Uh, you meet a giraffe, and it needs help hiding from the giraffe police. You like this giraffe and want to help. Where do you hide it? Okay. So I was pretty this excited. This is ridiculous. <laughs> it's awesome. Okay. So I, mean, I, I gave... 
this question a fair amount of thought. And initially I thought, well, I've got a really big yard. Why can't he just hang out in my yard? But then I thought, well, that's pretty noticeable. Uh, and he's trying to hide. So then I thought about uh, right now, if I had to hide a giraffe yep. today. Yep. Everything's fucking closed. So I could hide him in almost any indoor facility. So then I started going through in my head all the different buildings that would be um, tall enough to house a giraffe that I could get a giraffe into. Like the Museum of Science or something like that. Uh, like a, a big empty warehouse somewhere or – and places that I was like, well, you know, I bet I could like find a friend to help a friend to hide him in like a music venue. But then I was like, how am I going to get him through the door? He's Like giraffes are tall. They don't just have long necks. So I've decided to go with – I would keep him somewhere outside mm-hmm. that is a public attraction that is currently closed. So I'm going with if I had a giraffe that I had to hide right now. From the giraffe police. From the giraffe police. I am hiding him at Canopy Lake Park. Okay. Because if somebody saw a giraffe head, they wouldn't think poking up over the fence at this uh, amusement ground, fairground. They wouldn't think anything of it. And and there's nobody there right now for the foreseeable future. And Lindsay and Ronnie are the kind of witches that you want to know if you have committed a crime, but <laughs> they like you, so regardless, they will help you. They that's, are. That's pretty accurate. They are. They, they've, they're, they're, they're there for you. I've got Which, a shovel. I love it. I love it. All right. Okay. All right. Well, um, here's, a, here's kind of a, like, this would be like a press junket if you were on tour right now. What is your favorite thing about doing a podcast? Oh, well, if I. I'll tell you what it isn't. <laughs> Mixing the damn thing. Oh well, that's Engineer Dan's job. This isn't five questions for Engineer Dan, though, is it? Well, I'm just, I'm just letting you know what it is. <laughs> well, you know, making every... <laughs> MP3 files not her favorite. <laughs> I, I don't know. It could be. I just I've never done it. All right. So all right. Yeah. Well, okay. What's your favorite thing about doing uh, doing a podcast? Um, I think so. This is more specific to I guess this podcast as opposed to a podcast. Um, but I like hanging out with my friends. I, I, Are you implying <laughs> that you've been on other podcasts? Uh, I've been on yours once or twice. Yeah, I used to have a podcast. You, yeah. did, that, you did that a couple of times. A couple of well. times. Yeah, sure, yeah. sure, sure. Okay, all right. Um, so, yeah, I think my favorite thing about doing a podcast is uh, is hanging out, goofing around, specifically with Lindsay, making each other laugh. Um, hysterically, and knowing that other people are going to also laugh with us, ah. making I like I like entertaining other people. I like telling a story. I've I've really enjoyed learning things through this whole process, but mostly I like riffing with Lindsay, which is why this current situation, you know, we're making the best of it, but it's painful. It sucks. Yep. Bring a little joy into your lives. Get to hang out with your friend and do a creative thing. Yep. That's what you like most about doing a podcast. Yep, absolutely. Great. That's good because that, that you're, you know, you don't really necessarily, no offense, a listener, <laughs> don't need you is what she's saying. She does not need yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, I'm happy. I, I'm happy when we're recording and we know we've got a good episode and when we're thinking about like what are people going to be interested in? What should we record next? What should we start reading or researching? But at the end of the day, Lindsay and I have so many things in common that, you know, honestly, if nobody listened... We would still have a fucking blast recording and making each other laugh, and that's the best thing. But sadly, people do listen, <laughs> <laughs> and now they damn it—they they know where to take their illicit giraffe material. That's great. I love it. I love it. Okay, ready, Ronnie? Yeah. Lindsay's never seen you dance. <laughs> nope. I mean, she's she's been to a show with you. She she yeah, she will agree to that, <laughs> yeah. and she's seen you wiggle in a head bob in yep. her in her words. 
Um, and she's wondering, are your dance moves as cool as mine, hers, or are your hips not liars like Shakira's? I'm not going to sing a Shakira tune right now, but I was very oh, tempted God, to, do, to do so. Um, Lindsay's uh, going to go ahead and declare. I'm gonna, I don't want to bury the lead here, but uh, she, she's, uh, she's not a great dancer. But right. she dances, I guess, like no one's watching. Yeah. I, Where are you at, Ronnie? Uh, I, I've seen you dance. <laughs> My yeah. feet have felt you dance. <laughs> I am a shit dancer. I'm a terrible dancer. Lindsay has never seen me dance because I can't dance. She has. So here's the thing is she has seen me dance. She has seen the extent to which I can dance. The head wiggle and or the head bob and the wiggle. Like that's about all I've got. I uh, I do look a good mosh pit. I was going to say I've seen Ronnie in the pit. She has to keep her hands up a little bit better, but she's (laughs) that that's more her scene. Yeah. And when I I wouldn't I, I guess it's technically dancing, but I'd say you're more of a boogier. Yeah. You you know you'll move around to the music sure. and have fun with it. Yeah, but you're not like people. I'm are, really self conscious. People aren't going to see you and be like, "Oh shit!" I don't no, know. oh god, no. And like, I don't even think that they're going to be like, "Oh shit!" In the opposite direction, where like, look how stupid she looks. I just, I, I, well, I, fuck I don't those people. <laughs> fuck I don't those people. <laughs> I don't have any rhythm, so I have a hard time. Like, I can't keep a beat. I uh, can't keep time. Like, I have a hard time memorizing choreography or anything like that. Um, fun fact, I did take ballet lessons as a child. Mm. So I did like a really good interpretive feed the birds move. Okay. <laughs> you should bust that out the next time. <laughs> next time clubs and shit open back up, we'll take oh, you out yeah. to, to feed the birds. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> I love it. The last question is a real hoot. Would you rather have a loud fart every time you sneeze or a loud queef every time you cough? <laughs> now I'm going to go ahead and say for Lindsay's sake. Loud being like cannot go unnoticed. Yes, yeah. By anybody else. Yeah. Le- level of yeah. loud. Yeah, that's what I assumed when she said loud. That's what I assumed as well. It's like people around me would notice. I couldn't like like silently fart every time I like coughed. Or, so it's right. it's coughing and farting, sneezing and queefing. Is that correct? Uh, no, it's no. Uh, sneezing and farting, uh, coughing, coughing and, and queefing. queefing. So I'm really told. How do you spell queef? By the way, Q U E E F. Yeah, I think so. Huh. Yeah. I did not have it spelled that way in my brain. How'd you have it spelled? I don't know. Not like that? <laughs> Maybe flip the F. Uh, what, regardless. Go, go, go ahead. <laughs> so uh, I, I'm I'm a little torn on this. This is like the only question on the list where I was like, I'm not sure that I know the answer. I think my practical answer is I would rather... I would rather sneeze and fart because you can feel a sneeze coming on and you can generally like push the push your tongue up to the roof of your mouth and like run out of the meeting or whatever you're doing and fart somewhere else. But and and because I do sneeze fairly often, mostly in the morning when I'm waking up. I was going to say I was hoping you would select the cough queef situation because you are a prolific sneezer. Yeah. It is often <laughs> and but, multiple like we're talking often and like you're not like a some people are like three and you know them well enough. You're like, all right, wait for the third one and then say tight or whatever you're going right. to say. But Ronnie is like, we're on sneeze 15 before I have to just look at her and be like, would you go fucking blow your nose? <laughs> and, you know, she's sometimes she's, I just think it's sneezing out. That's a lot of farts in bed, though, right in a row for me. I'm being selfish on this one, but that's a whatever lot of you fart in bed every single day. Yeah, it's great. So I want to maybe I want to experience that joy. No, along your, with sneeze, my sneeze. your sneeze is still outnumber my farts by a lot. In this scenario, I'm in trouble. I I do think um, coughing and queefing would be much more fun though. Like 
I, I think that I would just be like, yeah, that's a thing I do. <laughs> blup, 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 blup. Wow. <laughs> wow. I, I am a fairly coffee individual, though, so I don't know. It'd be It's equal amounts of farts or queefs, but coffee and queefing would be more fun. Well, that's fantastic, Ronnie. I'm going to go. I hope you learned so much about your <laughs> pussy today. Uh, she really like bared her soul for you listeners, and I, and I, I appreciate that, Ronnie. Yeah. I think Lindsay appreciates that. Can't wait to listen to Lindsay's questions. But why don't we go ahead and let her declare our Pussy of the Week, and then you can come back with your special treat. Okay. I love it. All right. See you soon. Totally. Oh, you nailed it. No, I don't, I don't think I nailed it. <laughs> sounded condescending when I do it. I need my own catchphrase. What's up, hot dog? No. You're okay. ca- you have one. It's Panda. Oh, that's right. Panda! Well, hello again. It's Lindsay. I'm back, and it's time for Pussy of the Week. So this week, uh, Ronnie came across uh, an interview that Rolling Stone did with Laura Jane Grace from the band Against Me. So in this interview, Laura Jane Grace talks about what she's been doing uh, during her her isolation period, during quarantine. And a lot of it is, you know, pretty similar to the stuff that I that probably most people are doing, you know, like cleaning, watching the news, uh, reading. You know, Laura Jane Grace writes songs and music, so she's been doing that. She's been, you know, messing around on social media. But I think the thing that she talks about, or the things that she talks about, Um, Aside from that normal stuff, Ronnie and I just, we really appreciated it because we love the honesty there. So she talks about how she's been dropping acid and smoking weed and taking amazing three-hour baths every day uh, with her humidifier running that has eucalyptus oil in it. Sounds amazing. I would say that that's time well spent. Laura Jane Grace, we like you. I'm going to send you all back to Ronnie right now. I believe she has some super fun facts for you about something. So, I will see you soon, witches. Totally. Water pigs like snacks. So many snacks. Oh, man. I like snacks. snacks. I like snacks. (laughs) Who doesn't like snacks? Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. I feel like everybody can can love and relate to a water pig. Fair. What do you think Laura Jane Grace's favorite snack is? I bet she has really the, cool snacks. The front lady for Against Me? Yeah. Our Pussy of the Week? Oh, yeah. I bet she's a... Hmm. I bet she's a, a jerky, jerky gal. You think so? Yeah, because, you know, life on the road, you know, sure. probably, probably get, you know, probably snack game is probably pretty tight. Mm. But I'm thinking uh, into the prot. Very Fair. fit, very fit lady. Yeah, she's very fit. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, you know, Slim Jims and Jack, <laughs> Jack Links and shit like that. Uh, I, I feel uh, pretzels. I think it's pretzels, mm. but not the big ones. The like little ones, like a like, like a rolled like a, gold. Yeah, like, but like a single bite. Right word. I yeah. like chocolate covered pretzels a lot. Uh, I like cool. salty. I like sweet and savory. Yeah, I'm one of those guys. I want to put a little sea salt on my brownie. Yeah. 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 So Ronnie. We absent of each other's thoughts, you, you, Lindsay, and I, 
uh, riffed on almonds last week. Yeah, yeah. So that's uh, that's our special treat. Our little it's our bite say snack. I love almonds. <laughs> so uh, Dan's absolutely right. Uh, last week we accidentally, unbeknownst to either party, uh, mentioned almonds in our recording segments, and uh, that prompted me to look up if there was anything cool and magical about almonds, and lo and behold, bite-sized snack. Here we go. almond me. (laughs) So, uh, now I'm going to butcher some names here, but it's going to be great. I'm not going to do a history lesson as well as Lindsay does. I'm just going to take the, like, the shortened version here. What kind of names? Are you trying to do, like, Latin or something? No, Greek names, like, people names. Oh. Okay. So, <laughs> um, so uh, the the fun fact that I looked up around almonds is that almond wood, um, because almonds grow on trees, which I didn't know, um, but almond wood is really popular for magical wands. And the reason of this is it's Greek legend, folklore, myth, um, that there's this person named Phyllis. I don't know who Phyllis is or what her deal is. Maybe we'll talk about Phyllis some other time. But this woman, Phyllis basically transformed herself into an almond tree after her lover left her. So her lover, uh, Domophoon, that's quite the name. Domophoon. D-O-M-O-P-H-O-O-N, Domophoon. <laughs> so her lover, Domo, uh, he, he left her. And she was so distraught. That, it was all that sneezing and farting. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and... Yeah, so she was so distraught that she turned herself into an almond tree. And he eventually comes back. But when he does come back, all he finds is the tree. It's too late for her. She's a tree. And he, quote unquote, feels the proper amount of guilt for having left. And and the tree recognizes that, Phyllis in her tree form. And he embraces the tree. And Phyllis forgives him. And the almond tree bursts into bloom. So the almond uh, is now used as a power tool for love and control of that love. Um, and is a very popular um, wood for magical wands. Specifically, if you had, like, if you were Engineer Dan, if you were also a witch or a warlock, and we wanted to have... Um, you know, a special connection in our practice, then we would both have, you know, maybe almond wands. Cool. Yeah. I, if I hugged an almond tree and it burst into bloom, I'd be hugging lots of stuff. <laughs> <'Cause that's>, <laughs> There's mean, no mention of his reaction to that at all. <laughs> I would shit my pants. <laughs> yeah, no, no shit. <laughs> Holy moly. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, all right. So almonds, very powerful in love magic and, and powerful magic wands. And that's Almond Facts with Ronnie. That was, that was, a, that was a bite-sized snack. It was that a water was, pig snack. I don't know what we're going to call this yet. <laughs> you got some almonds on your belly. You're in the ocean. <laughs> Everything's going all right. We got anything else? That's, that's it for today. Cool. It's it's been a a lovely little episode. I hope everybody had fun learning some uh, both serious and ridiculous things about Lindsay and I. And a uh, big shout out, mad props to our pussy of the week. Uh, maybe go put on an against me record. And I would put on a, a, a new new wave. New wave. Ah, fair. I remember when that came out. That was yeah, a great record. That is a great record. Yeah. I don't think there's a. I don't think they've put out a bad record. Um, I think some of them I like more than others. My my favorite's White Crosses, but my first one was reinventing Axl Rose. Oh so I wow! Suppose, that was your first one. Yeah, so I Wild. suppose I suppose that was that would probably. I have good memories of being a brunch cook on that one. Cool, playing that during service and just having a good old time. Very cool. Maybe I'm an anarchist. Great song. You're a spineless liberal. 
I don't know lyrics. Okay. <laughs> you know that. You bring it up anyway. <laughs> well, you, 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 you dance great. I don't care what you say. <laughs> I love watching you dance. Everybody have a little dance. Yeah. I'll, put, I'll put a ditty on. And you guys can go ahead and dance. Everybody to it. have a wiggle party in your own room. Maybe yep. you're in your underwear. Maybe you're in your sweatpants for like the eleventh day in a row. Maybe today was the day that you were like fuck it. I'm gonna put my hair in curlers. And who actually puts their hair in curlers? <laughs> but maybe today is the day that you were like I'm gonna put my jewelry on and um, some fresh lipstick. Like whatever your deal is, yeah. Have a little wiggle in your living room. Yep. So you guys heard from Lindsay. You've heard from Engineer Dan, reminding you as always that in a pinch. For protein, you can eat a beetle. Ugh. And then Ronnie, we put put this baby to bed. <laughs> we'll be back next week, maybe recording at the same time. Probably recording separately, but we will definitely be recording. We we miss each other. We love all of you. And until next week, remember, no Nazis, no pervs. Never. Totally. I'm totes my goats. No, you're a panda. No, I'm a, remember, I'm a, I'm a sheep. Oh, you are. Which could you also be a ram, goats. which could also be a goat. So I'm right. totes my goats. You're totes my goats. Oh, no. I'm pig snacks. You're totes my goats. Well, Lindsay's a water dog. I don't um. She's uh, a... She's a, a wet bitch. Oh, no. That's... No, no. Yeah. No. <laughs> I'm sure she'd love that. That giraffe-hiding <laughs> wet bitch. <laughs> <laughs> See you later, witches.